Okay, um, literally it's no pressure. I'm your host, Bangum Bug, and we got a special guest. Go ahead and introduce yourself. Yes, I am Lala Madness News, um, or Lala News 3 on IG. Um, also, I go by Lala Madness for some things, which that's what I've been known as for years, and now I am Lala Madness News, so I fused the two because I got some shit popping, so. Okay, so, um... Well, I guess we should have been did this interview a long time ago, but um, you kind of was like, fuck bug for a minute. So I was just like, you know, that's just how it is. So you didn't hit me up. So um, I figured something bad happened, which you did. You uh, Didn't nothing bad happen. I told you, Ego had hit me up. On some other no, 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 no. You, you, and then, but nothing bad happened. You lost the love of your life. <laughs> so, uh. We still cool. Y'all cool? Yeah, like, we still cool. Ain't no beef, ain't no animosity or nothing. You know, he's doing what he's doing, and I'm doing what I'm doing. But there's no love lost on either end. We good. Okay. So, um. Okay, yeah, you said, well, you from up north, right? You from up north? No, I'm from Cali. West Coast, all day, both Cali in the building. I'm from Oakland, West Oakland to be exact, born and raised. Moved to Atlanta um, in my 20s, so I've been here for a minute, but I'm originally born and raised in Oakland. And you, um, you grew up with both of your parents? Um, I actually grew up with my mother, and I am actually the product, which this is exclusive, y'all, because it's going to be in my book. Um, I am actually the product of, you know, that, um, the prostitute and then the man was paying for pussy and then she ended up getting pregnant, which was my mama. And then I am the product of that. I'm the side piece baby. So no, um, I know who my father is. He definitely came and showed up in my life. Um, and then his other kids are pretty much mad because I'm the first born cause your daddy was a hoe. Our daddy was a hoe cause he was mine's first. But at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? We know who our daddy is, and he know who I am, too. How you doing, daddy? A man can't be no hoe. Where y'all be getting this from? What you mean a man can't be no hoe? Hoes is hoes, whether they have whatever part they got. And to each his own. It's plenty of hoes out there. I mean, ass ain't going to never stop selling. That is the oldest profession. The bunny ranch is the first place to put tax on it. I get that. You know what I'm saying? But people not going to stop selling pussy. And I just don't sell pussy because my mama sold pussy. So I just made it a point to not sell pussy. But other than that, shout out to the hoes that is selling pussy because I am the product of one of them. But yeah. Oh, um, sounds like they get the phones together. Okay. Okay, so, um, yeah, you saying they're proud, like, People don't really see it proudly like that. It's kind of like it's um they want to keep that on the low, like because they ain't being real with their damn self. What is that? If my mother was a prostitute and my father paid for pussy and I was born, what the hell am I? The side piece baby. That's exactly what's happening. So no, I'm not. Um, I'm not gonna say I'm ashamed of it either because that's who I am that built me that made me and I also and they had some good ass genetics That was a bomb ass genetic mix up there. So she needed to go find that nigga and he needed to pay for that You know what I'm saying? So I could come to fruition. So I'm not mad about it Why would I be upset for people most times in my opinion people that 
are not okay with where they come from or what's happened to them it's all a part of growth learning dealing with it and going through all of that and processing it within yourself if that was an issue for you but once you've done that and you realize it is what it is because that's not going to change the situation and circumstances don't change it's how you perceive it and how you go about it so that's what i am the product of a side piece baby that was paying for some pussy and my mama was the prostitute bam and so like what what does your mom do now? Like is she, is she still alive or um she she was seventy two but she just passed last year. So I don't feel bad. I know y'all can give me my condolences and stuff, that's great. But I don't feel bad. She lived a full life. My mom was born in nineteen forty eight, honey, so she did everything she wanted to do before she checked out of here. You know, so no, I don't um she's not with us, but she did give me good advice. You know, she raised me to be the hustler that I am today because she put me up on game and my older brothers put me up on game. So, you know, can't get no better than the damn street. You get that book knowledge on your own. I'm gonna need you to do that with them. Can't, you know, that street game is priceless. So like, how, do you, how did your brothers turn out since they was in, they was in California too? Yes, we were all raised in the same household. Um, one brother is 16 years older than me. Another one is 10 years older than me. So my brothers were instrumental in being able to actually raise me and put me on game to um, real life, telling me shit that the streets gonna lie to you, but I'm gonna tell you the truth. You know, just put me up on everything that I would need to know from knowing how to fight and defend myself to knowing how to get, um, be intellectually um, up to par to survive that way as well. And you know, everything that I needed to do with my brothers, um, one actually works for Kaiser. He has over, he has a six figure salary and he has his bachelor's degree in finance and he's doing great. And my other brother is retired from the military and also he retired from the, um, being a supervisor for our county bus system. So my brothers did very well. They're living very good lives. So my mother being a prostitute didn't actually affect any of that. You know what I'm saying? Look at this. Okay, so um, what's your relationship with your dad, or did you have one? Um, actually, my father would come around as a child. Um, I didn't find out that was my father until I actually became an adult, that that was the man that was my father. He would come around while I was outside playing by myself. Because I am a, um, a project baby, yes, I grew up in Campbell Village in West Oakland, so uh, yeah, the, the roughest ones back in the day, in the 80s, baby, for sure, believe that. So my father would come around and um, I guess play with me, see me outside or whatever have you. I didn't find out until I had my son and he showed up and was like, now you can't stop me from seeing my daughter. I'm gonna be in my daughter life and my grandbaby's life, which was my son at the time. And um, we kind of built a relationship after that, but come to find out my mother was upset and hating on the fact that my father had me the way that they had me and he had a family but in my opinion you can't fault that man when you knew you slept with him and was what how did i get here who what happened to the condom what happened to that iud y'all niggas was using back in the day you ain't think about that so obviously i'm a product of that so i'm not mad at him because he wanted to be in my life my mother i guess held some sort of resentment and kept him out of my life until i had my son and then that responsibility of building our relationship was on us. Okay, so what what would you say the most traumatic experience um, you had as a child? Most traumatic experience? Um, 
damn, I had a whole lot of experiences. I don't want to call playing the piano a traumatic experience because it wasn't. Um, I do have a musical background. So I um, grew up partially with my grandparents. They are a very astute mason, million dollar home lifestyle. I played for the church. Um, but as I began to play for the church, it got traumatizing because it had to be perfect. You can't miss a note. You can't, you know, my grandmother was the choir director. So it took the joy, I guess, out of me playing. I played concert piano for weddings, uh, Kwanzaa celebrations. I was booked. I played for my church every Sunday as an adolescent um, for years. So the trauma part came and my grandma just started to get mean about it because she wanted me to be perfect. And nobody is perfect. I could sit down and got to the point where my piano teacher couldn't even teach me anymore because I learned everything. But the trauma of sit down, it gotta be perfect. I can hear you way in the back missing a note. Now you gotta start over on a 12 page song. Who the fuck wanna keep doing that? Then that takes the joy out of it. So that traumatized me in a certain point from music. You know what I'm saying? From not music, because I love music. That's how I can tell when y'all music sound right, when it don't, I, if that shit don't be, if your drops make sense. Because I do have a musical background, so boo on that. But that became more traumatizing later. So I took a long break from music and came back, and now I still appreciate the musical factor of it, just not in the traumatic sense of making sure you practice day in and day out. Okay, yeah, so how, how many kids um, did you have? I have two children. My children are grown. I have grandchildren. I am not the youngin that y'all think I am. The age y'all think I am, I have kids that age. So, yeah, my kids are grown. And um, how was your relationship with they, with they dad? Or was it just one day? Um, well, that juicy tea of the day. So, I have um, two children. Um, and I can tell their ages, it's no secret. One is 24, one is 19. Um, my daughter's father, who she's the 19 year old, I was with him first. Um, and, and we were like best friends. We grew up as best friends. So he would go back and forth to jail from the time we were 12 years old. Um, and then, so I had did more time with dudes in jail before I was even 20 years old because my baby father went back and forth to jail before I even had my daughter. We were still tight. On one of them stints that he was in there for like two years, my son happened. Yep, I ain't ashamed. That's what happened. And then he got out and we raised my son together. Mm -hmm. And then I had my daughter five years later because they're five years apart. So the end story is my son's father ended up getting murdered. So my um, son's father passed away or got murdered in 2012 in Cali. Um, my daughter's father um, is actually in prison right now until 2040. So I've raised my children pretty much on my own. My daughter's father gets out, you know what I'm saying? He takes care of her when he's out very well, you know what I'm saying? Because he was in them streets. So unfortunately, I don't know how I keep ending up with niggas in the streets since I was a teenager, but we here now. That's I mean, what um, I mean, what do they say they do when they meet you? Like they say they in the streets or? Um, back in the day, I was the straight A nerd student, but I was very popular because I grew up in where I grew up and my brothers already had status. And it was like, a, you better not, you know what I'm saying? So like my community, even though it's hood, it's hell, still was a community. So, 
Um, my daughter's father really we don't we never had no beef. Like he's a good man. He just can't keep his ass out of jail. And I moved away in two thousand three because I didn't have time to be waiting on you to figure out when you was getting out of jail. And at the end of the day it worked out for me because he's still there and my kids have had very successful lives.